0: All right, we are here folks, we are here. So, I have just a really good question for you. What's up? In in all of anime, right, who is the best number 2? So, not the main character, right? <laughs> so, so you can't pick like y- your Naruto, you can't pick Luffy, you can't pick, can't pick Goku. Who <laughs> but who
1: is the best secondary? Gosh, I know we're doing it. the one of them today. I might because we're when we get to an episode in February, we're actually gonna have a lot of fun with that. But I'm gonna go with Sasuke. I think that I think that he did the best job in helping to boost the main character story in terms of a Naruto, where it's like those parallel stories running together coincided and helped the character of naruto and also the the main narrative story i know like at the end of shippuden it was just kind of the their show essentially but like him uh just rising to power their fights the emotional behind it i really think sasuke is like a great number two Mm, fun fun
0: uh besides the person who we're going to discuss today right i i'm gonna have to give it to zuko Ooh, cuz you know this man he like his journey is just as impactful as Ang's was that's true and they intersected of course at numerous points and like his story was just it, it can't be matched i i
1: can't like come on now everybody no. knows zuko that's a good one and we we're thinking about covering him as well so yeah mm-hmm. that's a great one just like the mask when he was like the blue mask dude and just like sister family beefing and him and uncle <laughs> oh my I, like I don't know how in the world can
0: the secondary's final fight probably be more impactful and probably better
1: than Aang's final fight I know it, yeah that's just like growth I I incredible storytelling we mentioned it before like if you can tell the stories of other characters along outside of the main plot that really helps boost it so Mm -hmm. shout out to the goats (laughs) (laughs) yes so getting to that i'm demetrius and i'm demetrius and me to me presents the blurred city podcast all right so after just our anime recap last week we are now going into one of the goats one of the most popular characters of all time a character that grew um uh, just from, like, a, a, a main villain to, like, a main key hero that actually, if you think about it, we're kind of going to touch it later. He is the Pikachu. No, he's the Charizard to another character's Pikachu. So we're talking about Vegeta, the goat. <laughs> the one prince of, the of all f- Saiyans. Yes. One, the, one of the Z fighters. Uh, Just, yeah. So we're looking so forward to it. So if you're listening to the first time or already um, a key listener like subscribe share uh do all the good jazz just so we can always be in your ear as we're updated we're looking to have a lot of fun in part two of our season two so before we actually get into our character study of vegeta we always hit you with the legal spiegel
0: yep so the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media all sources we reference are owned by the respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases
1: or corporate agendas your discretion is advised Bet. So this format is literally one of our favorite uh, formats to do. Just taking a character, picking him apart, breaking down his thing. So like, wow. uh, man, I'm, I'm so excited for it. Um, we have a lot on tap to get to, but we're always going to c- cover what's hot first. So what's uh, All right,
0: so for me, I'm actually gonna start off in the comic sphere right now, because that's when you know things are going going crazy. So, firstly, we're gonna start with Marvel right now. Uh, Marvel continuing on with Dark Web, but they also released the second issue of Miles Morales by mm. Cody Ziegler. Mm. It's, it's 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 Scrumdiddlyumptious, <laughs> but but you know what else is Scrumdiddlyumptious? Monica Rambo's photon. So, Ooh. it's a comic that's by Eve Ewing, an, another sister, and it's about, you know, Monica Rambeau, you, and for all you who don't know, she's the one She's the black girl in uh WandaVision, so, hey. And uh and her comic is just is just great. Her dialogue real for a black person, too real in fact, and I and I'm just loving every second of it. With uh the th- problematic real? No, 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 like like you 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 black, so you know it All right. like, <laughs> like in a similar field to Miles Morales uh, uh. so, so yeah, there's that. That's fun. uh, and then we we moving on to d c where we got I am Batman. again, also another real one, uh n- another one for the goats, the brothers uh in the crowd. uh, they also just started a new event, which I'm like, bruh, y'all literally just finished dark Crisis, like I <laughs> yeah. y'all immediately get into a new event. This one's called Lazarus Planet, so uh, expect a lot of different shenanigans going on in there. Uh, and then moving on to our indie comics, we got Image, of course. We of course we have Vanish. You know, Vanish is still the GOAT. Vanish is still great and amazing. I'm and I'm still waiting for March to kick in, so that way we can get that fifth issue. Yeah. Uh, and we also have ourselves a new comic. Well, new for me because I just started reading it. It's called Philadelphia and Philadelphia is a comic all about uh it's pretty much set in philly it's about a brother and and it's all about vampires a brother dealing with vampires so with that right uh it's it's just in a great comics great amazing uh, of course another one written by a brother Let's see what else has been coming out this week. Uh, Vanish, King Spawn's great as -hmm. always. Oh, yeah. And then there's a comic called uh, Decimation Earth. Decimation Earth is actually written by uh, another brother, and it's actually released by Concrete Comics. And it's basically uh, them just, it's basically like a Lovecraftian horror. Oh,
1: that's your vein.
0: Again, I was like, and purchase uh, immediately. <laughs> just, 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 just give it to me, um, because all and it's about about a black man who's pretty much dealt dealing with shenanigans, so some Lovecraftian shenanigans. So hey, just if that's on your on your radar, boom, go ahead do that. Uh, I know that they have a Kickstarter to support their newest epic. Then the third issue of the comic, so go support that, uh, and yeah, that's all for the comic sphere. <laughs> now, um, I want to get into like one thing that's actually also being on on IndieGoGo. It's actually because of the fact when we're recording this, this is the day after Friday the thirteenth, and and one thing that just uh got put up for crowd support is is a uh, like Never Hike Alone two. Mm-hmm. Never Hike Alone 2 is the sequel to the acclaimed Never Hike Alone fan film by Womps Womp Films or Womp Studios, and it's a great fan film about like Jason Voorhees and him stalking people. It was a found footage type of film, and it was it was great. It was amazing, and I'm fully planning on supporting the sequel to it. Um, and it's supposed to be a grand finale as well. So I'm like, a hey, support.
1: Oh, great. Uh, it's not falling into the trilo- trilogy trap. Nope. Nope. No, I mean, technically,
0: it kind of is because there was a sequel called Never Hike Alone in the Snow. That's more like a spin off, which they ended up putting into the original into making it one long just film. okay, so technically, it's three, but reality, if you look at, it, it's two. And then also the day that you're listening to this, if you're a dragon Ball head, uh there's a, another fan film, well, a fan animation that's coming out called goku versus z it's by the redhead henry and it's it's the finale to his entire goku versus evil goku series Mm -hmm. um haven't talked about it before it's just great and it's amazing it's a really fun and fascinating story so i suggest you all go look at the redhead henry channel and just look at his animations for that and wait in eager anticipation for the finale of goku versus z which is him versus every goku in the multiverse nice but yeah that's all i had in those two spheres what you got
1: all right so again we were we typically record the weekends before the release of these episodes so when we recorded last week's episode the monday after we recorded uh ant-man quantum mania the new trailer dropped. Oh! somebody's about to die uh, that's all I can say. I think phase five is going to be the death phase. I think people are about to drop Uh, Ant-Man. Somebody's dropping because now they have too many people in ant suits. And then also like the older ones. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, considering the fact that James Gunn is going to DC, he's taking somebody with him. Um, Somebody's about to die again. I, I was thinking uh, originally we mentioned that I don't think Drax is going to die. But then I saw that uh, Batista was like, he doesn't really want Drax to be his legacy so now i'm like oh, mm, drax might die so they don't have him back but i know if like secret wars and the king dynasty a lot of characters that we've seen before are going to come back in some form or fashion but i don't know but that that trailer what what do you what do you think about it first of all uh can we talk about
0: jonathan majors for a second how this this man was was a beaming, he he was out here giving Scott Lang the three piece Tuesday.
1: He stopped him.
0: He stopped him out with the Tims. like he was. <laughs> he was like he was a brother straight out of New York. He didn't care about life. He was all about murder. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Ant Man's not going hand to hand with King. I don't know like what he's gonna do to like get out of the quantum realm. I don't think Ant Man's gonna die, but. There's going to be consequences um and again i don't know if this is the king that will be in the king dynasty one or if it's like he's going to like create another version of himself to do that so because we know like he controls time and all that so that's going to be interesting um again so for this week the last of us The first episode should have dropped. Uh, So, yeah, the first episode should have dropped. We don't know what it's going to be like, so we might react to it uh, the week after you hear the podcast, and then that'll be episode two. But that's going to be a good one, but it's going to be heartbreaking because we both, like, either watched or played the game, and we know what the first episode is going to correlate to. (laughs) So y'all are not ready for that uh, heartbreak. Watch all I got to (laughs) say. The watch <laughs> they're ready for the clickers, the new nightmares. this is going to be the new um for the time being House of Dragon for a lot of people in the gaming sphere, well no one more trailer Bo is afraid uh with Joaquin Phoenix. he's a great actor and it, it's a movie by a24 and the director is the director of hereditary and um also oh uh, midsummer, which is the two most messed up movies I've ever seen so this movie comes out in um april just from the trailer i still have no idea what it's going to be about but it's trippy i'm there day one don't don't even worry about it I, that's one of my favorite directors so <laughs> i'm absolutely there you gotta watch it me i'm telling you it's just like what's going to happen it was not yeah. even on my radar hold on i it need, I need to put it on my radar now and then in the gaming sphere we have Hogwarts legacy it's not out yet but i know like a lot of sales are, like, really high for it. I don't know specifically when it comes out, but it's definitely hyped up. And then Star Wars um, Survivor comes out next month, I believe. Yep. Um. So I think just pre-order. One thing, I don't know if it's what's hot, but a lot of people are talking about it. Velma, the new series. Oh, boy. I See, sometimes, like the nerd community can be toxic and you can detect it when it is. And then sometimes it's like you have reliable people in the nerd community that you trust. And even those people have been like, this this is kind of wild. So I don't I don't know how to feel.
0: Uh, I already watched the first two episodes. Uh, <laughs> uh, mm hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying any more right now.
1: Is it worth watching?
0: If you're into that type of humor. <laughs> If you're into that type of, you know, that the uh that regular show slash uh, adventure time slash, you you know, all like the the Rick and Morty type of humor okay. from the clips
1: I saw, it seemed like it wanted to be Scooby-Doo Harley Quinn. Yes, that. Yes, that. And I like Harley Quinn, but I don't know if I want that out of Scooby-Doo ask.
0: Oh, yeah. And also just just FYI, there is no Scooby-Doo in the show.
1: I, I saw from Charlie I didn't see them at all. Um just like the other characters though. Oh yeah, it's just all the humans. <laughs> all right. So now we get to uh the Prince of Sands uh meets you can drive this uh, how you want and I'm just be along for the ride, give my takes as well. All get right. ready for the character study of Vegeta. All
0: right, so here we are with uh, again, my favorite one of my favorite characters of Dragon Ball Z of the Dragon Ball franchise. It is Vegeta Bardock Goku Broly, it's them four, those are my top four. Oh,
1: uh, Bardock number two,
0: yes, it's because I, I recently replayed a uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot and his well, uh, in his DLC, so it, it it's hitting it, hit me. All right. But uh but yes, yeah, so why why do I love Vegeta so much? He he the prince of all Saiyans and his story like is different than most like like you know, back in the day, right, in Dragon Ball, right? They mm-hmm. all of Goku's allies, all of his friends were all his enemies at some point. Yeah. But typically, typically, right, it was like they were enemies in like the the art they were introduced then they become allies either by the end of the arc, by the middle of the arc or literally by the next arc they were allies or they were friends. Vegeta as you guys are going to find out did not uh do that so quickly, my guy. He he different in that he had a much more realistic approach to, you know, changing heart and going to the side of good. But how, and how how does that uh even come about? So we're gonna go. We're gonna tackle this saga by saga. And just FYI, we're talking specifically about the Z anime and the Super anime. We're not covering the manga at this current moment in time. We're or not GT. gonna. We're not gonna cover GT at this current time. And we're not. And the only movies that we're gonna touch upon is Broly and Superhero. But uh, also, I may. May technically reference like things that may have happened in the super manga, but I'm not gonna like say too much in terms of the spoilers, so that so that way you like know. Hey, he he acknowledged it. All right. So starting off with the Saiyan saga, this is our man Vegeta. You know, he he decided to roll up on the scene right after hearing that that uh that Goku's forgotten brother Raditz uh Major L uh got. Got sent packing and learned about the Dragon Balls. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get the Dragon Balls. And his first establishing moment is when Nappa, his subordinate, was like, hey, should we use the Dragon Balls to revive them? He's like, nah, why would we waste our wish on a weakling uh-huh. when we can wish for something like immortality? Uh-huh. That lets you know right there that uh this that Vegeta was not one to play around. And then we, of course, we we skip like a whole year later and boom, Vegeta is now on Earth and he essentially is the, is the, him and Nappa essentially do the whole trope of, hey, this guy may be bigger, but the smaller guy is the stronger one of the two uh-huh. and the one you really need to be worried about, <laughs> yeah. even though Nappa is a whole problem. So
1: yeah just seeing that like napa he wipes out essentially all the z fighters except goku um and i know there's like a filler where like he takes out uh, basically the entire world's military (laughs) yep so like just with that it's really cool um we i don't know if you want to touch on why he wanted the dragon balls like other than immortality but the reason behind the immortality now or if you want to touch on it later we'll get Uh, a little later Okay, so just with that, you see that like, yeah, Vegeta is just a whole problem, like completely just like, and then like, I really love like the original seat that he had with just kind of like the scanners that they had, like. Scouter, yeah. Yeah, it was just absolutely incredible, but just even see like, there is the trope of characters, like the big boss who like doesn't care about like their subordinates or like they'll kill their subordinates like at a heart speed if they fail them, um, but like at the time when this came out this is kind of like relatively new so just with that he's like definitely you see like he doesn't care about anybody at all except just being powerful and then like even with that since you know radish is goku's brother that means he's also a lower tier saiyan and vegeta being the prince of saiyans has that high superiority essentially he's like the highest tier of a saiyan concerning the fact their entire planet is gone so
0: Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. So, of course, you get into his fight with Kakarot, where uh, he basically like, you know, shows out how superior he is. And it's when Goku decides to reveal that like, hey, I'm hey, like, hey, I'm not one to be messed around with. You go and catch these hands. Mm-hmm. And Vegeta starts slowly catching these hands. That's when you start seeing the seeing his veil of superiority start cracking and yeah. you want to cracking because his pride is being shattered uh, for the first time in this entire series or or however much you want we, to display yeah, it. that we see <laughs> that so. we see uh, at the current moment in time. This first time you see his pride getting shattered because a low class warrior is putting the paws on him, Absolutely. so much so he's forced to go great ape. <laughs> yes. So that way he could kill this man when that <laughs> yeah. form is used
1: exclusively for wiping out civilizations. <laughs> yeah that's insane like the great ape fight is really wild just um the effort that it took to cut off his tail and then for him to then like lose his tail and then have to fight another great ape was so funny in gohan when gohan turned the great ape. oh yeah it's a this was a
0: fight it was a grueling fight like everybody who was alive had to get involved uh goku like you know his his entire every bone in his body was shattered mm-hmm. and and you know, he just had to go. So so for fortunately, like this he Vegeta gets beaten. He he basically lost the war of attrition yep. and he took that L. And is it, and it's a very special moment where like he was going to leave and Krillin was ready to murk this man. Yes. And and at this point, right, the only other time where Goku like and his friends like actually murdered the villain was the Red Ribbon Saga, where mm-hmm. everybody in every, <laughs> all the Red Ribbon Army and Dragon Ball just got murked like left and right, like Goku was on a yes. one man rampage. General Tao and and King Piccolo. Mm-hmm. Those were the only other times that he murdered him, murdered uh like the villains. But this case, he he decides like, hey, I wanted to sp- hey, Vegeta, I'm gonna spare you. And that's all because like and contrary to what the original Funimation dub says, because you know, the different dubs have like different reasons. Mm-hmm. Funimation dub is like, hey, we don't stick to to be as low as him. And you're just like, so basically Superman allegories, like <laughs> we don't kill to, we don't kill our enemies. And right. the other one is like, hey, this was the original dub, like in the original Japanese version, it was all because of the fact Goku Saiyan Pride was kicking saying instincts was kicking in at high gear was like hey i want to fight this man again yes was that much stronger than me
1: and i just want i just want the round two yes please and just to like give a taste of like uh vegeta's power at this time krillin was actually a problem i know like krillin is a complete joke now but at the time of like when they actually fought, Krillin was like that dude, like Destructo Disc was like, if you were saying that in school, like you you were doing something to be Krillin, that was like nothing. But like the fact that he had to fight everybody is like crazy because he was holding his own. So like he essentially got jumped and like he had to get taken out with a spirit bomb <laughs> and a great ape. So <laughs> but going from there and now you can lead us into the Namek Saga or as uh, it's yes. also called the Frieza Saga.
0: Ah uh, yes, yeah. so the Namek saga, as I said, like I'm including the Frieza saga, the Ginyu saga. I'm I'm including all that in that one saga. And with that, Vegeta Vegeta's back, baby. Like yes, he, yes. he couldn't stay out for long, you know, like because he survived, you knew he was gonna come back. And and this was like a great follow up to like to like how Dragon Ball was written, because like each saga was leading into the next one almost seamlessly. <clears throat> because this point is like, hey. Now he knows that Frieza was listening into his conversations and knows about the Dragon Balls. So now he know now he's basically going rogue on a one. (laughs) It's it's now like you thought the Namek's side was convoluted because you think like, oh, it's just the good guy versus the bad guys. No, this case it's more like a three way brawl between (laughs) Frieza's forces, the Earthlings and the Z fighters and Vegeta Vegeta yeah. decides to say "No, bump all that noise with Frieza I want to be superior to him so I'm gonna go out get the Dragon Balls myself to try to get the immortality before Frieza can mm-hmm. and I'm killing everybody who gets in my way which yes. includes the like of Dodoria and Zarbon who are <laughs> yes. Frieza's like number two and number three which at this point, that's when he truly learns, like, hey, this man that you were serving under the entire time, Frieza, he's the reason your planet was destroyed. Which just galvanized Vegeta a lot more. It's like, oh nah, nah. Definitely gotta run your pockets.
1: Yeah, it's definitely wild. I I know like different like timelines and continuities, like when he actually learns when Frieza uh destroys <clears throat> Planet Vegeta is like different. But just with that to learn that. The dude that you were working for destroyed your home planet. But it was almost like he was kind of like, slave is not the precise word, but it's accurate enough where it's like you work for Frieza and Frieza at any time could body you. Um so like Perfect. with that, just like the fear and like absolute like racism that Frieza in the workplace, like an <sighs> HR violation waiting to happen. Yeah, but who gonna stop him? Who
0: go- what HR gonna do? <laughs> Nobody. Nothing. Uh, but but yes, and also another thing about this saga is that like Vegeta is still a villain, like mm-hmm. like even because, of course, there comes a point where he's where he's forced to team up with the Z fighters against the Ginyu force. Yeah. And he's still a villain. Right. This is not a enemy of my enemy is my friend scenario. It's more of like if we going to survive, yes. we got to team up. Mm-hmm. But do know I'm still on that op activity. Mm-hmm. Especially considering he actually single-handedly murdered an entire village of Namekians. Yes. Just, just for one Dragon Ball. And yes. of course, you see that reluctant reliance on uh, yeah, reluctant alliance with the Z fighters. And of course, when Goku gets back, that's when he starts having a hit a whole hissy fit because at this point that's when you start hearing at least from vegeta the legend of the super saiyan and just how much like like this is what frieza was afraid of and this is what vegeta was really trying to achieve
1: Mm -hmm. and then with like like, zarbon gives vegeta the hands and feet initially Uh, so that's another beatdown. We're going to talk about Vegeta's top five beatdowns, but not not yet. Um, so he gets the hands and feet, but then he mentioned, yes, the Dragon, uh, the Super Saiyan. So it's kind of similar when we talk about something else with Super Saiyan God, but he's like, OK, I got to be the Super Saiyan. I got to be the Super Saiyan. And he's like understanding that Goku is surpassing him. I mean, he literally beat him the last time they fought. And just, like, with that, every time Goku comes back, which is kind of a recurring theme, he's much stronger. And, like, Vegeta, you know, he had to, like, lick his wounds for a while. He wasn't training. So, with that, he comes back. Obviously, he's trying to look for the Dragon Balls. He sneaks Krillin. He sneaks uh, uh, Gohan for no reason. Takes them all. But, like, with that, I know they, in this saga, they do lose the Dragon Balls, and then Frieza has them all. But they can't. He can't use them because he needs, the like a Namekian uh, password to use it. Yep, yep. So of course, that's
0: what allows like Vegeta, Vegeta in his uh, rogue activity. Like even though he got his behind whooped by of the Ginyu Force, and then gets healed by Kakarot. Of course, his his pride is again uh, shattered once again because uh now Kakarot's is fully stronger than him. He might actually be the Super Saiyan, only to find out that Kakarot like he he's still sparing people because he, Vegeta believes like hey if you're a Super Saiyan. You, you, ruthless, you out here, uh, murking anything and everything inside it's on site for everybody. And Goku yeah. was not doing that, so it's like, nah, renegade option, murder, murder. Mur- I'm murdering all the Ginyu for force, it. like, there's no ifs, yes. ands, or buts.
1: Oh, the dude whose head he cut off and then disintegrates,
0: <laughs> yes, like, there is no mercy for this man. Uh, and of course, like, just moving on ahead, like seeing different moments like vegeta basically you see a little bit more of a tactical vegeta as well because he has to like stealthily move around also he no longer needs to use a scouter anymore because being on earth allowed him to sense energy who knows why but uh (laughs) but like he's using that to his advantage he's hiding dragon balls from frieza he's sneaking around on frieza's ship while frieza is in there like yeah. a whole mission impossible type of scenario and then he put a donut on somebody yeah and he decided to 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 blow a uh, zarbon right out into the stratosphere and make and decided to put donuts in everybody it's <laughs> him and he got jace to to be a pack mm-hmm. and he Ironically spared uh, Ginyu only because he found the idea of Ginyu being a frog to be so
1: hilarious. (laughs) Yes, that is funny. But but then he comes upon the big boss. (gasps) Oh, yeah. The Frieza fight. All right.
0: Here we go. Frieza was the It's like, you know, you know this moment where he's just like, oh, boy. All right. I got to fight Frieza. But I know that like I've been getting stronger throughout this entire saga because of the Zenkai boost, which is where whenever you recover from near death, you literally get stronger. Yep. That's how Goku's been getting stronger, and that's how he's been getting stronger throughout the entire fight. Because you know, Dodoria handed him an L. Raccoon started handing him L's. So Sorry. he he decided just, all right, I think I can, I think I got this. I think I got Frieza. Jesus. Uh and and then he he realized, oh wait frieza has more transformations
1: yes he, he, he already going. knew about like the one but he did not know about the second nope he did not know about two or
0: three Um, uh, which which is like uh okay all right krillin i'm gonna need you to, to put a donut in me <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like whoa 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 chill chill vegeta but that just shows how desperate he is at that moment it's like hey to be Freezer, I need to become the Super Saiyan because Kakarot is out of commission. Right. And uh, so put a donut through me and then Dende, you heal me so that way I get another Zenkai and somehow it works. Mm-hmm. After, of course, threatening Dende because of the fact like, hey, uh, I'm about to die and if I die, you all die. Poor uh, Dende. Yeah, poor Dende. Did I got the short end of the stick? But but this ain't his episode. Um, but yeah, so Vegeta comes back fully Zenkai boost, freezes in his final form. Uh, and then one of the most one of the most baffling beatdowns, one of the most down horrendous beatdowns of all time, ends up comm- commencing. It's not even the worst one he gets, but yeah, you're right. I I argue that it might actually. Well, actually, no, no, yeah, 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 you're right. No, this is actually number two. It's this, up there, it's up there. It's two In his most physical beatdown, but this is his number one most emotional beatdown. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Because of the fact, like, all this time, he's thinking, like, he's a Super Saiyan, and that he's the one be able to beat Frieza, when, in reality, he's just getting dogged the oh whole God. entire time, and Frieza's yeah,
1: to, not even trying. To the point where it's like, he's on the stages of death and then he's like crying which is insane like that's like the first time he ever cries it says i believe and just like that vulnerability and then like him giving his like it's like kind of like in some shows where it's like i give you my will i give you like carry on my dreams and hopes for me he he literally does that to goku it's like kakarot please just take on like all of like the brother your brothers of uh fellow saiyans and just like you have to become the super saiyan in order to beat frieza he's the one that destroyed our home he destroyed our fathers you have to be the pride of the saiyans and like carry it on by beating him and becoming a super saiyan
0: mm-hmm. and and yeah vegeta dies
1: it checks out yeah
0: yeah so he he got sent packing and of course that galvanized goku to to fight frieza and then, of course, uh death does not uh, exist in Dragon Ball, so Absolutely the not. Dragon Balls decide to be used, and Vegeta gets brought back just mm-hmm. in time to see Goku as a Super Saiyan, and see like you see his pride just start welling up a bit yes. because it's like a, Kakarot's finally a Super Saiyan. Frieza is in distraught and he's getting beat down. Yes, I'm alive to see it, and I'm ready to throw hands with Frieza again. And you're just like, whoa, whoa, Vegeta, dude, you just come back from the dead, and the first thing you want to do is run the, run the pause with the man who killed you.
1: Oh, we'll we'll talk about what he did later on. When he oh ran boy.
0: Yeah. Oh boy. But but yeah. So but he gets teleported to Earth. Where his cockiness decides to go through the roof. Where he's like, "All right, Kakarot's dead now," because they all know like Planet uh, Namek exploded. Yep. Kakarot may be dead. He may not be. Vegeta acting like top dog, and then and then Gohan decided to to save his father's honor, and Vegeta decided to put the pause on Gohan. <laughs> domestic, like he should be arrested for child abuse among other things. Jeez, oh, he gave wrong. Gohan the eight piece. That was sick.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think from there we can kind of get into the Android saga. oh uh,
0: yes. Now the Android saga, which I'm including the cell saga. And this is where this is where you have to beware of getting what you want. <laughs> All right. And also to know like the reason why pride is one of the biggest sins. Because mm-hmm. Vegeta was probably at his most, well, his second most out of pocket. So firstly, again. He's not a good guy at all in this saga.
1: Although he does start to form a relationship. He's not a good guy, but he does start to form a relationship with Bulma because we get introduced to Trunks.
0: Yes. So, of course, we yeah, as you mentioned, we get introduced to Trunks, who's his son from the future and with Bulma. So we know him and Bulma got to get together at some point, which is during this three year time skip. Mm -hmm. Uh and throughout this time he leaves her to be a single mom uh, and goes out into space, no, not paying child support at all. (laughs) Uh, Yep, he's the biggest deadbeat. And because as Team Four Star was stated, he wanna be a Super Saiyan. He wanna, he wanna wanna (laughs) wanna. Uh and and then you don't see him for a while Mm -hmm. until the Android side is in full swing uh goku is out he he fought the androids android 19. he his heart virus is kicking in so he needs to be put out of commission and then the prodigal son returns Mm -hmm. (laughs) or the prodigal prince if you will
1: where a boost
0: that we don't see uh on screen yet yes and and he just like dogging kakari's like oh yeah so you just decided to to be decided to be out of commission but bruh, you gotta remember, I can't let you die until you run these ones with me. Can't get my get your, back. Yeah, your death is on my hands, so I'm gonna save your life. Mm-hmm. And you guys just leave, so that way he can get his healing, so I can run the ones with him. Because mm-hmm. now your boy is the strongest character. I'm a Super Saiyan, baby. Yep. BAM! Transforms into a Super Saiyan with probably some of the best Faulkner music of all time. <laughs> and he bodies Android 19. It's with the swiftness, bodies him, and then bodies Android 20 for, for a good minute before he has to leave. Mm-hmm. Then he learns the son from the future is his son. The Super Saiyan of the future is his son. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, I cannot deal with this right now. I gotta go run the pause with these Androids because future trunks decided to say like hey the ones you were fighting were not them it was
1: (laughs) those weren't it 17 to 18 they are them yes and then all of a sudden just like there there's a shaking in the distance and then you just hear humbling humbling ah humbling humbling and android 18 (laughs) Peace
0: is <laughs> Woo! Oh man! Oh man! Vegeta gets another savage beatdown, and this is actually the first—no, wait. Technically, the second time his arm gets broken. Uh, yeah. But this is probably the most famous time he gets his arm broken, because mm. he's—he got what he wanted. He was a Super Saiyan. He was the strongest of the Z Fighters at the time. Yeah. He and his pride was probably through the roof, and then immediately got shattered.
1: Yeah. That yeah. took one of the biggest L's he got. Yeah, he learned, like, the androids, they have unlimited energy, while him being Superman expends so much energy, and he gets beat completely. I think, like, Vegeta paved the way for Renji. Angel! Um, In a sense. The yeah. number two that gets behind beat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, but I I would say at, at least for Vegeta that he gets comebacks every now and again. Ringy, yeah. But <laughs> ah. <laughs> <Well>, we ain't <laughs> go. We ain't talking about Ringy today. We ain't talking about him. Not today. yet. Not yet. But uh, but yeah. So of course, him getting his arm broken, him learning that his his son from the future about his son, Vegeta just leaves. Yeah, and. And he is just wallowing in his self pity in the rain in uh in the desert, transforming into Super Saiyan, just raging out. Um, he he hit the blue screen of death, uh, yeah. and you see in all of the famous AMVs on YouTube back in circa 2005 with Lincoln Park playing in the background. <laughs> he is just going through it that up through it for a while mm-hmm. until Kakarot decides to go. He he gets fully healed. Like hey. Uh, I know a place where you can get a year's worth of training in a day. He's like, "Oh, word! Bet I'm going in first, so that way I can run the pause on the androids on now cell, who he's now aware of, and Mm -hmm. on you, (laughs) because again, his his sole purpose is to run the pause on everybody who's disrespected him. Yes, kind of like an uh. No, I ain't gonna say it because that was gonna. (laughs) I was gonna get this whole place canceled. Uh,
1: oh my gosh. Uh, so uh, I'll I'll take over, I'll take the baton for you. So essentially he gets like a modifier to Super Saiyan one. It's so interesting with the power scaling where it's like it's not exactly one, two, three, it's like one and one and a half and gears and stuff like that. But he gets that and he goes up against Imperfect Cell. And I perfect Yeah, and he he does a really good job. He's beating him and then he decides to get cocky and his pride gets in the way and this is one of the most famous beatdowns that we have ever seen in anime so essentially he's like so was like yo let me just get to my perfect form this is the one thing about uh, Dragon Ball Z where it's like let them power up so I can beat them at their best <laughs> so I was like let me get to my perfect form wait till I get to my perfect form and all the other people are like no no we gotta take him out now and Vegeta is like done power up go to your perfect form i will defeat
0: you yeah but at at least this was a great moment for trunks because trunks was pressing Vegeta's like hey yes like hey stop it stop letting your pride get in the way and if you side with Cell, i'm going to run the pause on you dad and he's like oh no you ain't gonna do nothing to me i'm your daddy i'll (laughs) beat the mess out of you boy and trunks was having none of it but but this is not a Trunks Center episode. This is not a Trunk Center episode. But but just know that Trunks ran the pause on Vegeta. Mm-hmm. And and Vegeta got a bit of pride from that. But uh, of course he of course Cell got perfect. And Vegeta proceeded to get another one of the one another great beatdown. L's left and right. Beer. Of course, he still gets his famous final flash, which Product, another famous sequence, best mm-hmm. music, uh, and the build up to it—it's it, amazing, can't be matched in in recent years. And then, uh, no, nope, nope. Cell decided to to break Vegeta's back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> blow his back clean off, and he's just like, oh lord, all right, well, that's his pride chatter. again, mm-hmm. along with his spine. Yes. <laughs> and, yep. And then from there, of course, Cell decided to announce the Cell Games. Vegeta gets healed, um, and we also get to learn just how smart Vegeta is, because Trunks end up fighting Cell using an upgraded version of the upgrade Super Saiyan. So, Super Saiyan Grade 3, but Mm -hmm. it turns out Vegeta actually knew what Grade 3 was and never used it because of the weakness that Grade 3 had versus Grade 2. So, Mm -hmm. hey, warrior tactician, uh, even though that did not save him in the end. Uh, But course he's back on the lookout licking his wounds kakarot comes up and kakarot's already stronger than
1: him again and it's like thank it <laughs> yes so like you know if that just fast forwarding you know the death of goku in this saga but then i just trunks does die in this one right yes so trunks so, does yeah.
0: get uh get a don't does get donutted uh by cell and this is one of the first times you see vegeta developing love for his family because he sees his son bleeding out on the floor and he gets so enraged that he charges at a even more powerful cell a super perfect cell yeah and tried to run the pause on him only to get uh backhanded uh (laughs) and super saiyan 2 gohan had to save uh save vegeta Mm-hmm. And this is another point, right, where Vegeta actually apologizes to Gohan yes. for putting them in this situation in the first place. And you're mm-hmm. just like, wow. And, and also another thing from Team Four Star that did it best is like, wow, Vegeta's apologizing. We are screwed.
1: <laughs> yeah, that pride. Like, we see it, like, from the jump how prideful he is. And for him to get to the point of just like, hey... I caused all of this. I caused so much stuff. I caused plans to get one of them. I caused your dad to die. I caused my son to die. Like I caused you to get your arm broken, trying to save me. So with that, just like and then I believe and some of it, I can't remember if it's partial filler or not. But like when they're doing the famous Kamehameha struggle, like he sneaks cell to distract yeah. him. So, so yes, Yeah, it's
0: not filler. That was actually the the canon. So like okay, Vegeta cool. is the one who helps Gohan to finish off cell by distracting him for a last second and and like with that the day is saved and but vegeta is so hurt by goku dying and not being able to get that rematch because goku's choosing to stay dead this time Mm -hmm. uh see how long that lasts and (laughs) and vegeta just chooses to you know what i'ma stop fighting i'ma no longer be a warrior i'ma settle down and we'll see how long that lasts Uh, (laughs) pay child support yeah and be be a family man and now, seven years pass. And here we are to the Boo Saga. Oh, boy. Alright, so, of course, seven years pass. This man is just a family man. He is just with Trunks, you know, training him. Of course, Super Saiyan bargain sale, when he figures out that his son who is like seven is now a Super Saiyan. And you're just like, hey, yo, What? oh it's not seven eight my bad he was Mm -hmm. eight but yeah i was like hey yo what um it's in the jeans jeans." yep it's some s cells uh (laughs) uh, if you know you know um but yeah so if he then overhears that like hey goku's coming back for a day for this tournament he's like oh word all right i'm gonna enter this tournament so i can run the pause with you now kakarot because uh, you know like even though i may have uh given up being a fighter i've still been training my butt off uh i've reached levels you've never seen and i get to run the pause with you again i bet <laughs> and, and of course throughout this time he he has like zero patience throughout most of the saga right yeah at the world tournament uh he actually gets matched up with goku for like the third fight and you're just like at first you're thinking Oh, snap! This fight about to go crazy, and <laughs> then you realize, oh wait, you gotta deal with the whole villain. This fight ain't gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, he just. So yeah, of course the saga decides to actually happen. The plot decides to kick in. Goku has to leave along with Gohan to go deal with the boom mess, and Vegeta's having none of it. He's just, <laughs> nah, Kakarot, I'm gonna need you to. I'ma go assist you just to
1: end this conflict quickly so yes. we can run these paws before the day is over. But then the person that was paying attention was Bibbidi bobbidi Boo. <laughs> and so then we get the, the transformation from Vegeta through mind control.
0: Oh yes. Yeah. So we we so yes, Vegeta decides to turn to turn back to the dark side of the force mm-hmm. and with the mind control on his head yep he got that tattoo on his forehead now (laughs) i'm sure a lot of kids back in 2000 they were ready to get tattooed on him um (laughs) to go to the majin vegeta prince of destruction Uh, yes and to run and his sole purpose for turning back to the side of evil is because with the mind control he gets stronger so he can run the pause with goku Yep, leading to a major establishing moment of his evil side is when they get teleported back to the world tournament stage oh yes oh yeah all he says like kakara we are going to fight and he just shoots an energy blast at goku and goku's forced to dodge it and it ends up killing a bunch of people that's wild and then he's like and then goku's of course like i'm not fighting you, Vegeta, because if we fight, our energy is just going to release Majin Buu. And <laughs> he's like, oh, word? Alright, we gonna fight. Puts his hands to the side and kills more civilians. And ironically, right, at the place where he shoots them at was like inches from where Bulma was.
1: Ooh, so yeah. he
0: almost killed his own wife just,
1: just because... Just despite Goku enough to and rile him up enough to fight. Well yeah, talk about this. Uh I think that Vegeta's secret love is actually Goku. Angel!
0: <laughs> well yeah, think about that. Oh, so so what, what you're saying is this this is a Batman
1: Joker scenario? <laughs> oh yeah, none I mean, of y'all he, ready to hear that conversation. The short end of the stick. I mean, he's obsessed with Goku in this arc. Oh
0: yeah. So of course, he gets again one of the best speeches of all time. And and uh then they get teleported to the Wastelands where Goku and Vegeta will fight mm-hmm. and uh and Bobbi tries to mind control Vegeta to kill Supreme Kai, but Vegeta has such has that much dog in him, has that much Saiyan pride that he resists the mind control. Yeah. He, he just says you try to mind control me you may have my mind and my body but you but there's one thing a saiyan always keeps his pride and Mm -hmm. breaks the mind control
1: so that way he can run the pause with goku he does essentially technically i mean he sneaks him but he beats goku in this arc which is like one of the first times that we see that
0: yeah yeah he he sneaks goku when he had his back turned because goku had his guard down something that'll continue to happen in dragon ball super uh but <laughs> but that was because Majin Buu got released and goku's like hey we gotta go deal with this and because it's our fault that Buu got released and yeah. think about oh, what yeah. Buu's gonna do do to bulma and what Buu's gonna do to trunks so vegeta sneaks goku Takes a Senzu and decides to go run the pause with the main villain.
1: Yeah, that didn't work out too well.
0: <sighs> Another savage beatdown for Vegeta, even though he was getting his licks in, mm-hmm. he getting them licks in. But magic was is his kryptonite. All right,
1: and oh, but yeah, this is also the part where he he confesses, well, not confesses, but he he tells Trunks that he loves him for the first mm-hmm. time. Yep. So They're this exactly
0: is a, nice. Yeah, this is a very big moment for Vegeta where he expresses his love for somebody, specifically his own son and he's willing to do anything for him. Gives him a hug for the first time then knocks him out and then knocks Goten out right at the same time. Yeah, And this is really great because it's it's very ironic because the mind control that Bobby put Vegeta under is supposed to release all the inner evil that Vegeta has. And this is a form that Vegeta chose to do. Mm-hmm. So he chose for his evil to be fully on the surface so he can get stronger. And yet one of his his first one of his first acts of showing love to somebody is in this evil state. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so at, at this point, him and Piccolo have a conversation like, hey, I ain't gonna make out of this alive. Nah. I'm gonna try to take Boo out with me. But will I see Kakarot in the other in the afterlife? And <laughs> and Piccolo is just brutally honest with him. He's just like, nah, you 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 did way too much heinous, too much op activity in your life to be awarded the honor of seeing Kakarot on the other side. And Vegeta goes through with it anyways. Mm-hmm. That, that was a big dog moment. It's like I'm gonna die. Like I could just stop right here. I could just wait it out, and but I choose to sacrifice myself anyways yeah. for a chance of killing him and doing the ultimate act of good by killing himself and try to kill Majin Buu with him. The final yeah. explosion.
1: I think it's just really cool, like, his uh, character development in these first three arcs before we hit the big-time skip into Super, but just, like, him being that villain to then, like, ultimately sacrificing himself um, to, like not only just like save trunks but also goten which is like go goku's uh kid in all spring yeah and just like to even be in that situation where it's like yeah i don't i don't have to take the win here like i'm gonna do the sacrifice and then obviously like the villains always come back so like his sacrifice ultimately didn't mean anything because boo just like you know recombined into himself but moving forward i know when we get to super boo are they already are they still dead at that point, or do they die and then fight Kid Boo as like their dead selves? So, all right, so what
0: happens is that Vegeta is fully dead until like towards the very end. So so then of course Boo gets stronger and Goku comes fully back to life, mm-hmm. but then King Yemma decides to in his infinite wisdom to throw Goku and Vegeta a bone by by temporarily reviving Vegeta in the same way Goku was temporarily revived, so for a day Vegeta gets to come back. He has his body again because in the afterlife, if you don't, uh, if you go straight to the underworld, as I'm gonna call it, he <laughs> loses his body. But Vegeta ke- gets his body back, and at this point, like he is tight at Goku, yeah, very tight because he learns about Super Saiyan three. And how Goku was holding back the entire fight. Mm -hmm. And he was very tight with Goku. Because Goku was trying to get to fuse with him. Like he was trying to fuse. But was having none of it. uh, (laughs) Until Goku convinced him. Like hey. Boo right. He murdered Bulma. Mm -hmm. He absorbed Trunks. Literally. He took out everything you loved. He took out everyone I loved. We got to run the pockets with him. But neither of us are stronger on our own. We got to work together. And at this point, they decide to put on some jewelry for the first time. Yes,
1: sir. And Vegito makes his debut absolutely i know the fusion like the ultimate like uh because v- vegeta hates fusing with goku so much um <laughs> uh, but like and then i think here at this point when they actually fused it was like y'all would be fused forever I, yes. I believe that was how it was initially introduced so like for that like he was like fine i'd rather take out boo and be merged with you forever than to like just like not have my people avenged so then they like actually they give boo the hands now who but- yeah. Like Vegito, like whenever they combine whether it's Vegito or Gogeta, which Gogeta, excuse me, like they give people the hands now. Um but I think like ultimately they couldn't kill Super Boo because like Super Buu had the people like their family friends within him like eaten so they couldn't like destroy the body, which leads to one of the funniest like a uh, few episodes.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Afterwards. So so Vegito purposely lets himself get absorbed so that way he could take Boo out from the inside out. And inside Boo, they defuse and they're like, oh no, nah, we ain't fusing anymore <laughs> for the rest of this, for the rest of this arc. We are not gonna fuse ever again. Screw that. I'm destroying the earrings yeah like bruh you could have at least sold the jewelry on uh on ebay or at least on etsy like bruh you know how much you can get for in- that infinity uh, dollars in- yes even though i know your wife is the richest person on earth but still um and you're a prince but come on man uh but yeah so they end up fighting boo on the inside together they release mm-hmm. all their friends and then vegeta in his infinite wisdom's like oh wait hold on boo hold on boo we see this fat Boo inside you that's also been absorbed. Yes. And you and you get extra tight whenever we get near him. I wonder, what happens if we rip him out too? Boo is extra scared. He's like, yeah. please don't. Please, for the love of God, don't. It's like, oh, you begging now? I <laughs> bet! Lace up the Black Air Forces and rip him out anyways. He's so cruel, man. I love Vegeta. <laughs> yes. But, unfortunately, this was a major uh, blunder. Because right, what this ended up doing is uh, turning Super Boo into the president of Black Air Forces himself. <laughs> Shout out to CJ the Champ, to the CEO, yes. to, to, the, to the head
1: Black Air Force in charge, Kid Boo. Bro, how is Kid Boo so much stronger than Super Boo when he lost everything and he was a menace, like an absolute menace?
0: <laughs> so, this is what I like to think, right? And is that like Super Boo is actually stronger than Kid Boo, but Kid Boo is more unhinged. And mm-hmm. you know how, how like the more unhinged you are, you somehow get like insanity levels of strength. Yeah. Like he, he just does not care. He will, he will run pockets. And, and this is not a Kid Boo episode. If it was a, uh, hey, go, go look at CJ the Champs episode on Boo, cause that mm. is. The goat is, is goaded, um, but but yeah, so he so yeah, they both they all get out of Boo as he's transforming into Kid Boo. Kid Boo's first first uh move destroy Earth, petty. And but before he does, he shoots a blast at Earth intending to destroy it. Vegeta is the first one to react and to shoot it, so mm-hmm. so yeah, you, hey, he's like, Whoa, 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 chill out, and then Boo destroys the Earth. They all get sent to Supreme Kai's world where Goku and Boo end up having a brawl, which is an amazing and another amazing character moment for Vegeta, where he finally, after all these years, admits and relinquishes the title of the world's strongest to Goku.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm That's does does Vegeta ever go Super Saiyan three at any point? I don't recall him technically no in the series. But as you
0: know, like by super comp when super happens, Super Saiyan 3 is a thousand percent obsolete. That's, and that's fair. It could and like my main head kind is that he can go Super Saiyan 3, but it's a similar situation to like Super Saiyan grade three with Trunks' super buff forms that he sees the all of the downfalls of using that form, mm-hmm. which is that the key consumption is crazy. And he's elects to never
1: use that form because of how draining it can be. It makes sense. Yes. And just like even with Goku and Kid Buu's fight, uh, we see that Vegeta just to like give Goku time during like the ultimate, like penultimate uh, ending to it, he he is like fighting um, Kid Buu and like he's dead. So like if he dies again, it's over. Like, there is no coming back. There is no more, like, even the spirit of Vegeta. And just, like, he won't, like, um, give up. And that's, like, just, like, really a, another big moment to him. And he's the one that convinces people, well, to, uh, like, ultimately have the spirit bomb. But, like, the person, say, uh, Satan, is Hail able to get them to give it. Pale <laughs> <Hail> Satan. <laughs> is uh, able to get them.
0: But, yes, as you mentioned, like, Vegeta. Oh, man, Vegeta gets the worst beatdown in this one, like physically this was rough for my guy as you mentioned before but yeah he was the one who tells goku like hey use the spirit bomb like this mm-hmm. is your only chance and also like let the people of earth defend themselves for once right um as you said like hell satan he gets to uh and he wins and of course vegeta is now set and he he and now he's firmly oh yeah another big character moment is the fact that like Goku and team uses the Namekian Dragon Balls to revive everyone who was good. Mm-hmm. And Vegeta ends up getting revived in that wish. So, so if you had any doubts when Vegeta became good, it was that this arc in the Boo Saga. Mm-hmm. And yes. that was where it fully cemented him as a good guy.
1: So yeah, and for a lot of people, this is kind of where uh a dragon ball and dragon ball z initially ended uh so we're gonna take a quick sponsor break and then we're gonna transition into super all right so for today's sponsor break we have the saiyan academy in the saiyan
0: academy you get to learn to express your pride and the warrior way in the strongest way possible you train with the elites of the elites and to become the strongest Saiyan, the strongest Earthling, the strongest being overall, and you will become the greatest in the universe. Now, full disclosure, we cannot guarantee that you will become a Super Saiyan, but we can guarantee that you will be stronger than Krillin. So please come and join the Saiyan Academy, where all humans and beings of indeterminate races can become the strongest there is all
1: right so super came out i i remember i by the time it ended i was waiting for the dub uh for it to come out and it was like r- super far behind so like it was by a tournament of power when i actually started watching the dub for uh super and it, it, it was really good uh but with that speaking of Frieza, it's a lot of him and Goku's, like, paralleling together. Essentially, they're the main two characters now, whereas in the first uh, I don't want to say arcs, but the first iteration of Dragon Ball is mostly Goku and everyone else. So, like, with that, his character arc is semi-complete, but, Meech, I know there's aspects of it that you want to talk about. Yeah,
0: so, essentially, like, as you mentioned, like, when it comes to each of the arcs of Dragon Ball Super, uh, like, you know that, like, as I said, Vegeta's pretty much like, his character arc is fully cemented in Dragon Ball Z. And when it comes to Dragon Ball Super, it's more accentuating. It's more like it's more like you seeing the full change. Like, more you seeing like the after effects of it in Dragon Ball Super. So, so kicking it off with the Battle of Gods arc, of course, that's when Beerus decides to show up. Uh, Vegeta's fully terrified of him, but when in this arc, you fully see him like giving up his pride for somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where in this case, firstly, it was give us pride for Beers because he is fully terrified and he knows exactly what Beers can do when he's on his off day. Uh, but but really it's cemented when Beers decide to put his literal paws on <laughs> Bulma. Yes. And Vegito's having none of that. That's his Bulma. And you see his full wrathful state where he He become well not wrathful state, but like his Mm -hmm. anger going to overdrive to where at that moment he was temporarily stronger than Goku. To which uh like he was which I'm pretty sure if he if he knew about that part, he felt happy. (laughs) Um but yeah, and then of course there is the Super Saiyan God ritual where he elects to not be the Super Saiyan god, but let Goku be it. Which is wild, yeah. So so yeah, it's like that's pretty much Pretty much mostly it. Uh, Also in the super arc, like when Goku, like in the super version of the movie, like when Goku's pretty much fighting Beerus, it's Vegeta who's like has the most confidence in him. Vegeta's like, come on, Kakarot, you can do this. And like Mm -hmm. when Goku's falling back to Earth, it's Vegeta who catches
1: him. It's like the brotherhood. You have to think about it because like Vegeta, if you think about Z, is there for every big boss fight. Um, with Frieza he sees uh, Goku go super saiyan for the first time um, and he's the one that encourages it with Cell he's there helping Gohan uh, to defeat Cell like we mentioned and then Mm -hmm. he's literally the one that encourages Goku to use the spirit bomb to defeat Boo. so like in every big arc of Z Frieza um, Vegeta is right there to assist and aid and he's witnessing it like this is like his brother in arms and like a fellow brother saiyan essentially the only other saying he knows other than like legit his family. So,
0: yep. And yeah, it's a brotherhood. They they are besties now, they even though besties. Vegeta will, will uh <laughs> never admit to it. They really yep. are. Uh, mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, like, let's keep it on moving to the Resurrection ep saga. <laughs> oh, so, yes. When it started to start it off. Oh, boy. So firstly, uh, we got to get to like, how in the world did Vegeta start training with Beerus and Whis? And that's because he decides to relinquish his pride again and bowing to Whis so that he could train him as, mm-hmm. so he can be stronger. And in that time that like Whis was training Vegeta, he gets strong enough to go Super Saiyan God on his own. He gets strong and he gets very m- much stronger than Goku was at that time. Mm-hmm. And then Whis brings in Goku so that way they both can train together and again continue being besties. Yes. But oh boy, the movie.
1: And then yes, with this Frieza comes back from hell who had the he had the funniest punishment in hell. <laughs> that's that's what I think about it should be for certain people. Yeah. Uh with just like the uh whatever those things were that were saying, Teddy bears, just saying. angels, just all that. But yes, yeah, so then we see uh they decide to like the, we're not covering the movie, but essentially um they decide okay we're gonna one-on-one um Frieza at different times and then Goku gets his first chance was there a time limit because I'm trying to remember when they switched okay why did they switch again so Goku was first right yeah Goku was first and he was running
0: the pause on Frieza and Mm -hmm. Frieza was like slowly losing power in his golden form and Goku was ready to beat him But then goku let his guard down and got snuck and he got shot through the chest okay yes so So he got taken out
1: yes and then vegeta he remembers this 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 is what i'm talking about by generational beatdowns he remembers not only the beating that he took in getting killed by frieza before but also he kills his planet and in the movie and like in the anime completely gives frieza the hands like destroys him he's playing with him he's toying him but the one thing about vegeta and his pride he plays with his food too much so like every other um dragon ball dragon ball z villain they're like hey if you're gonna beat me i'm just gonna destroy the planet (laughs) and frieza is like i'm gonna destroy the planet so uh i know you mentioned getting robbed of the wind so like in that goku goes to wii's he's like yo just reverse time um, they go back to right before uh, Frieza does it and Goku sneaks on and <laughs> kills Frieza again. Uh, I was I was
0: I I was hurt. I was hurt by that because like, come on, you couldn't let Vegeta have that one. That was that was Vegeta's dub, low-key. Like he he should have ended this man, but mm-hmm. but it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Um, but moving on, we got the Universal Six tournament where mm. where he Vegeta Ends up learning more about the universe six sands and he meets uh-huh. them. He's like, Whoa, 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 hold on, there's more sands out there. Your planet, like our home planet, is still alive, like everybody is still there. Mm-hmm. And like, but the thing is, like, because of the fact they're still peacekeeping, peacekeeper forests, like they, yeah. they don't have that sand warrior grit, that warrior pride. And this one you see Vegeta actually disappointed. Yeah, disappointed, but then somewhat take up a mentorship role. Yep. To to this one Saiyan named Kaba. Uh-huh. And and in that, like Vegeta, of course, he like 2v5s a whole team. Like he yes. nearly takes out the whole entire team, especially considering he fights like Universe 6's version of Frieza and bodies him immediately. Yes in in a very great moment because frost is is trash um (laughs) yes but but fortunately as if he he 1v3s the Mm -hmm. the troop and and vegeta mentors kaba into just taking saiyan pride and teaching him
1: how to become a super saiyan yeah, that was that was definitely interesting. Just like to be like, "Yo, come here, come here, let me take you under my wing real quick." Like from from Vegeta, come on, like that yeah. wasn't even his son. Like I mean, Akaba kind of did like slightly look like Vegeta from like the hair standpoint, but like he he like took him and just like raised him.
0: It was yep. it was really it was cool. Like, I was like hold 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 on, my child, come here. Let me let me learn you a thing or two about Saiyan pride, my boy. <gasps> yeah, and then knocks him out after he becomes Super Saiyan. That was kind of crazy.
1: Yes, and, and then, then we he gets. Huh? Go, oh, I was gonna say uh, finish this because I know the next arc is your favorite arc of all time. You're darn <laughs> <You're> right! right. <laughs> I was gonna say,
0: and then he gets knocked out by Hit. But that, and then that's literally all you get, Vegeta. Mm. But, nah. but yes, going right there. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go.
1: So now we get into Nisha's favorite arc, the Woo! number one, the number one pick in his anime villain draft: Woo! Goku Black arc. Woo! Oh yeah. Cause this arc, this arc has Vegeta pressed
0: the whole entire arc because of my favorite villain, Goku yes. Black decided to pull up to wreck his son's future timeline. He made him, he made him weak. He made him weak. He made, made him look saucy. It was <laughs> crazy. But but at least this time you see like again more of the mentorship role of Vegeta because he just sees. He just sees Goku black and he's just like, I immediately hate you yeah. for, for not only wrecking my future, or well, wrecking my son's future. You mm-hmm. killed my future wife. Yep. And and you look like my rival. <laughs> yeah. I gotta run the pause. And run the pause. He tried, but before that, right, he decides like, okay, Trunks, like he, he, he okay, but he 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 ain't on God tier. So nope. he trains up Trunks. Now now remember that in the android saga he trains with Trunks trains in air quotes because they go into the hyperbolic time chamber together but it was more like Vegeta training on his own, Trunks training on his own. Mm-hmm. This time it's more like we training together my guy. Yep. And becoming the and becoming like a father son duo. So they go to the future Vegeta decides to go all out in blue to run the ones with Kakarot Black. Oh wait, sorry, Goku Black, <laughs> and he gets bodied immediately. <laughs> Absolutely, with that rose. Oh, oh man, my saucy! <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, I, I can't contain myself. the The sauciness is here. Uh, a true god is here, and his name is Goku Black. He ran the ones with Vegeta. Got he? He pretty much made him a donut. Uh, yeah. And then afterwards of course they come back they're licking their wounds vegeta training again and then they come they go back to the future where they learn about what happened like goku black's origin Mm -hmm. and this enrages goku this enrages vegeta because like how dare you steal a saiyan's body and then and then it it pisses Trunks off to the high heavens. He achieves a new Super Saiyan form. Yep. Super Saiyan Rage. And and of course, Goku and Vegeta have to go back to the past again. Where this time, Vegeta decides to spam the hyperbolic time chamber, <laughs> get himself seven years worth of training, and then comes out to go run the ones with Goku Black again. Mm-hmm. Where that get back is real.
1: Yeah. I mean, they 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 actually really do a good job of like, Fighting Goku Black in this arc, I, they do defeat him. I know, like he, they technically don't defeat him, but um, because he cheated due <laughs> to plot armor. But yeah, just with that, uh, I mean, he ultimately didn't defeat him because Goku had to get like essentially God to <laughs> re- destroy the timeline. If we want to talk about how evil Goku Black is, but yeah, oh yeah. So
0: with that, of course, you know Vegeta, he he gets his get back to Goku black gets amazing speech on like how goku earned every ounce of power that he yeah. got only for you to steal it is trash you sad, are yeah. trash your whole family trash yo yo's alternate counterpart trash all yes. every single zamasu in the multiverse trash and and yeah of course when they fuse together uh vegeta ch- Actually ends up teaming up with Trunks doing the father son Galick Gun, which was kind of crazy. Yes, uh, but uh, and of course he had to be convinced to fuse with Goku again <laughs> to become Vegeto Vegeta Goat. Yes. Oh wait, Goat. Huh? <laughs> Goto. Um, but yeah, that, that's canon now, the Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they fuse again, beat them. And then boom, bada boom, they defuse and then Trunks ends up winning. And as you mentioned, God, ha- Zeno had to come in, race the entire
1: timeline. Wow. So then we go into the tournament of power, an incredible arc. Uh, we see a lot of different things. I mean, Jiren gives, uh, Vegeta the beats by Dre as he does everybody. Ooh. Um, he, yeah Vegeta does really a good job of like fighting everyone I know he I believe this is the arc where he gets the power up to blue to like the, it wasn't ultra instinct but yeah. there was something else that he evolution was able to get. yeah so he was able to get that it made him a little bit buffer um and yeah just kind of going from there if you want to talk about tournament of power oh yeah so in tournament of power
0: uh actually like in the prelude to it his daughter gets born Oh, yes. so and of course during that time he was focusing less on his training and more on being a family man which I'm like there you go Vegeta being, being, a, being a good father Uh, and then <laughs> turn then of power happens and he's forced to team up with Frieza and he's just like even he was like nah I'm pressing Frieza every chance I get uh, which is like rightfully so Frieza's mm-hmm. trash um, even though he was kind of a the semi-MVP of the tournament. Uh, Oh, yeah. But but yeah, in the tournament itself, you see him and Goku actually teaming up on multiple occasions, which is something you never saw before. Like, them two fighting together. Yeah. In sync against
1: Jiren, against All Universe 9, against Raza. Oh, the one I really like with the, uh, Gita, the fight here, it's when he defeated the dude that became a destroyer god. And then he called him out for it. Oh, yes, yes. I was about to get to that. I was about to get to <laughs> it. So. so, yeah, so he goes
0: Blue Evolution to where he's now on equal footing with Blue Kyle Ken times 20. And he's, like, rejecting Ultra Instinct because, like, nah, that is not my way. I stick to my own pride. But you, uh-huh. top? <laughs> you, Topo, you decide to give up your pride to be a Destroyer? Oh, nah, I can't be around you get wrecked son and and he takes him out using the final explosion the technique that killed him before but
1: he 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 survives i'm like yes Mm -hmm. let's go vegeto with g goat, <laughs> yeah that was that was absolutely incredible so that's like essentially like in the beginning he couldn't beat Beerus like the beginning of super mm-hmm. this is like the equivalent of him beating Beerus now um even though like different power scales but like he did defeats a destroyer god and then even with that it's so funny when we see uh is it Khalifa the other yep. sands. When they fuse together and Goku is like begging Vegeta to fuse again. And he's like, I am not putting on those earrings and fusing with you, (laughs) Kakarot. I like,
0: nah, fam, I I can't allow that to happen. But also another thing that's even more beautiful, right, is his elimination. So Mm -hmm. he gets eliminated from the tournament. You know, Goku's out for the count again because he ran out of energy. And Vegeta gets the beat down of his life. But when he gets eliminated, he gives all of his energy to Goku, entrusting his pride to him again. And he's crying while doing so, too, because he's thinking about his family, who's potentially going to get erased. He's thinking about Kaba, who did get erased in the entire universe six. So he's entrusting everything to Kakarot, and Goku goes ultra instinct and while fighting, Vegeta gives probably another one of those great speeches that you see on TikTok a lot of times <laughs> with that audio, where he's talking smack to the universe 12 god, Belmont. It's like, oh, nah, see, you keep underestimating us. Uh, let me teach you something about sand. You mess around, you're <laughs> going to find out.
1: Let me pull the chart out
0: real quick. <laughs> I like, hold on, let me pull out the receipts. Um, Let me see. We got Gohan, eliminated a lot of people. We got mm-hmm. Kefla, like, those two eliminated a lot of people. Kaba got Super Saiyan 2, so he evolved. Kakarot, Ultra Instinct, he's battling your best mans, and he's winning. And then we got me, who took
1: out your second strongest and won. I, I wonder if, I, I know we're going to get to a bit later, I wonder if in the next arc, the person that gets introduced that we're going to cover if they were in the team, if they would, if they would have been able to beat Jaren by himself without like any power ups,
0: Bruh, bruh. Let's, let's just, you no know, in fact, let's do this, right? Because that was essentially the end, right? Mm-hmm. Let's transition from Tournament of Power to Broly. Lord have mercy.
1: <laughs> to, to again, another member of my top five, Broly. <clears throat> And and this Broly, the canon has changed. So if you want to, like, update the canon. Yes,
0: yeah, so essentially, if you remember Z Broly, you know, uh, always screams Kakarot, as uh, the legendary Super Saiyan. He was around during the Cell Saga. His first movie could honestly be put in canon. Then the second two are, well, the second and third one are kind of iffy. Uh, but fan favorite character finally gets reintroduced, well, finally gets introduced in canon. But he's completely different. So the circumstance I wish but the circumstance.
1: I mean, he's a bit darker now
0: so yeah I was like I wish but like <laughs> the circumstances around his birth is the same you know born power of ten thousand uh King Vegeta is pressed by him so he so instead of trying to kill him he says exiles him and and then we cut to post tournament of power where he ends up facing the sins of his father in form of broly uh-huh. and who Oh, man, that was a that was a fight. Uh-huh. That was a fight. But then
1: we get the legendary fusion. <sighs> ha! Uh,
0: yes. Oh, my
1: gosh, the goat.
0: Goat Jita makes his debut in the, his canon debut. Yes. And Goat Jita ran not just the paws. He ran the hands. He ran the feet. He ran the key blast. He ran his hair through Broly. Broly stood no chance. They were destroying the world in this fight. Going through different dimensions. He, I was like, when you were saying like, oh yeah, this person could probably take on Jiren. I say, given enough time, yes. Yes, he could have. My goodness. And that's just him without training. Imagine Broly with training and he can use God Key and, Lord. I was like, give me Tournamental Power 2. I already have the 10 members who need to be on that squad. Mm -hmm. Like, replace Tien with Broly. Gotta get out. Replace Master Roshi with Majin Buu. Replace, uh, who was it? Wait, isn't Kid Buu being regenerated? Oh, he got reincarnated into Oob, who's an Indian kid. And I think he was like 3 or 4 years old by the point in broly okay so back to vegeta. yes but back to go but, but got to go Gita. um but yeah so essentially that was just an amazing movie an amazing fight uh after they fuse you don't really see vegeta for the rest of the movie and then you get into to the next movie the final movie that we're going to talk about in this
1: timeline okay so going to superhero i see like notes that you put i thought this movie wasn't canon so here's the thing about that right this movie
0: is t- is canon and the time placement of it is literally a year before the end of Dragon Ball Z so that final episode of Dragon Ball Z where Goku actually meets and fights Ube, a year prior superhero happens okay and okay. and with that right also. I'm also like within the notes it actually does take place after the Moro and Granola arcs of the manga. So in case you're wondering like after the Broly movie there's two manga exclusive sagas that happen dealing with Moro and and then the Granola arc. I'm not I getting the Moro so bad. Oh yeah, the Moro arc go dummy and also has a great deal of Vegeta uh has a lot of Vegeta character development. Yeah. Same with the Granola arc. Like, both of them develop, develop both Goku and Vegeta's character arc to astronomical levels. That power boost? Lord well, have mercy. But we're, we're not talking about that, because we're sticking specifically anime. But in superhero arc, right, it's mostly a Gohan and Piccolo and Pan-centric movie. But you cut to Goku Vegeta and Broly training together sporadically. So with that, you see Vegeta doing something he he never did before, which was meditating. Like he's <laughs> sitting down, he's slowing down, he's meditating, he's uh he's learning a lot. He learned pretty much how Jeering was as strong as he was, and he's also learned a lot about Broly. And you can see, like him and Broly, like they they're actually good. Like they
1: actually kind of bros now as well. So I'm just like, yes, good boy, Broly. Um, I sorry. mean, bro, Broly's winning too. Like he got old oh, girl. Oh,
0: oh yeah, he got Chila. But 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 I'm sorry. This is this is not a Broly episode. Uh, <laughs> if, if we can if we want to make a Broly episode, and hey. Uh, and hey, uh shout out in the comments. Um, but but yeah. So when it comes to that, like him and Goku in the sp- bar- sparring in their base forms, where Vegeta, after all them years, after the decades, after all the trash that he'd been through, after all of the time he'd been proselytized, like, hey, I'm gonna kill Kakarot, after all the times he wanted to run them ones again, in a tear-jerking moment, a moment that had, that had me tearing up in the theater, that had characters in the movie tearing up, Vegeta finally got his dub.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they went they went at it and he was the last one standing. That was really cool. I think appreciation just to Vegeta for that um that moment. I think it was one of the moments a lot of people were talking about. So Vegeta got the dub. That's how we wrap up uh, his arc essentially, him getting the dub. Yep. So any yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, uh, I was I was gonna ask you, like if you had anything else to add.
1: Yeah, so just uh, a few things like now that we kind of recapped this whole entire arg, uh we one thing we like we talked about, but we didn't like talk about talk about he 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 was winning in love. He got the number one girl in all of Dragon Ball.
0: Yeah, yeah, the number one in riches, uh, the number one in in looks. Even though I kind of, I'm kind of on Team Chi Chi
1: on I'm that. I'm low key but, Team Chi Chi, but she was getting like improvements with the Dragon Balls apparently using superhero.
0: <laughs> I'm just like fam, you you cannot uh but but yeah like you but yeah so he pretty much how he bagged she's kind of wild though cuz cuz remember Yamcha was still a thing with her <laughs> so Vegeta killed this man brought him back and then stole his girl he demoted him. like this that is absurd Oh no, like if I was Yamcha, I would say go run your ones and then realize, oh wait, you can't. You're not that guy, Chief. You can't be him against Vegeta. Your name has to be Goku, Gohan, Frieza, or Broly, or Beerus, or Whis to run the ones with them. That's crazy. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk a little bit about like how how relatable Vegeta is.
1: I think it's interesting because um, from our perspectives, like in our own narrative, we are all our own Goku. And like, so we are the main characters of our own stories. But through time, we learn that the world does not revolve around us. So sometimes you have to take like, essentially, I hate to say it, a side character role in some aspect of your life, whether that be work and you're a part of a team or like you know football in some aspects or just like different areas of life even let's say in a marriage or relationship where at times there's give and take like who needs to be like supported more who like kind of needs to like lead more um with that i think it's relatable from vegeta and why people empathize with him it's like man why do you always have to take the l so much like how we joked with him and renji where it's like man he takes the l he takes the l like so for in superhero when he gets that win against goku Um, It's like, wow, (laughs) it's actually a thing. So I think with that, it's just like really relatable and he's not perfect. I think we see that a lot is that he isn't like, even though he was introduced as like the top villain at his introduction, we see that, okay, he's learning there are levels to this. And then like, he doesn't skip, like, that's the thing that you mentioned with the um, Destroyer God and like with Goku Black, it's like, he earned everything he got. Even if he was Prince of the Sands, he had to scratch and claw for it. So that's one thing that's relatable. Yeah, yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. And another aspect of Vegeta that I think is, like, super relatable is just how, A, not only with the fact that he... Well, that he sometimes is the cause of his own demise. Uh, Like, his Saiyan pride is perhaps his greatest strength and his weakness. Yeah. And since, like, in different arcs, like because he thinks he's better than a lot of people, which, hey, a lot of people can be as prideful, and then, as you alluded to very early, the humbling decides to come and smack you right on the face and remind you where you are on the pecking order. Mm -hmm. And just how... uh, And when he mentioned, like, hey, he lets Cell get to the point where essentially, like, because of Vegeta and Krellin, like, both... Goku and Trunks died, uh, but and uh, and even though they did die, like of course it ended up like working out itself in the end with the Boo Saga. Right. Which, given the Boo Saga, like because of him, Boo ended up getting released and killed the entire planet uh, and destroyed the entire planet and everybody on it. But yeah. still, like you, you get the idea of that. Like sometimes you got, sometimes you just gotta take a chill pill. Yes. And you gotta like learn to relinquish your pride for the very <laughs> good, which is what he ends up doing in Dragon Ball Super at
1: multiple points. I think that's another um this is kind of sidetracked, but like that that's another place that I don't think people give enough credit to for places you don't want to live, um, the Dragon Ball uh universe, because you can literally just be chilling and then the world blows up <laughs> and it's over. I mean. It really
0: only happened twice, but... And, like, if you're a regular person, like, you're not gonna know how much danger you're in. <laughs> That's and fair. plus, you're most likely gonna get wished back by the Dragon Balls anyways. Uh yeah. But Even. Uh, if you were a Z fighter,
1: on the other hand, then you'd probably be pressed. <laughs> That's fair. And one thing, just, like, with the blowing up, like, you mentioned, like, the turn from villain to hero isn't overnight. Like, you mentioned, like, uh, King Piccolo and other, like, villains... In the initial saga, it's like, they're the villain, uh, they fight Goku, they become friends, except for the Red Ribbon Army. (laughs) Um, But with Vegeta, it's like, it took three arcs for him to actually be cemented as a good guy. And, like, it wasn't even, like, anti-hero status. It was, like, Cell and the uh, the the Saga. Villain. Yeah, it's like, he's still evil, evil, uh, and, like, his motivations are evil. He just happens to need to fight them, so... That I really appreciate that as well.
0: Yep, and it's uh, another reason why I love Vegeta so much is that he has a much more realistic like turn from evil to good. See, uh, there's actually this really great video I saw on uh, redeeming villains, and that like there's a spectrum on like how somebody turns good, whether it's all on like the person's agency and like their own uh like decision to turn good a la Zuko from Avatar or it's like or it's like mind control to where either they break it or they get mind control to turn to the side of good. Think uh, let's say Revan from Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. Now Vegeta in my opinion is like right in the middle where, to where it's where he has a lot of agency into his turn to the good but like that one time he he went majin like it was his choice but he did get mind control to turn evil but it's through that evil side as we mentioned earlier that actually exposed kind of somewhat the most good in
1: him in that point right and you also have to think is that like vegeta like we see in flashbacks was always prideful even as a kid but Mm -hmm. growing up he was working underneath frieza who is like the scumbag of the cinch um so like he's working under frieza who's like uh taking over planets destroying planets he's a menace so like you also have to think i didn't even consider this until just like thinking about like the nature versus nurture aspect of it so like he always would have been prideful with like his dad being king vegeta but absolutely destroying planets and stuff like this and like taking over interesting yes and and that's actually, th- thank you for reminding
0: me of that because I knew I was forgetting to say something, but like it was actually mentioned like when Vegeta was dying to Frieza, they said that I like I st- was still like a scum. I was still scumbag, right? But because of the fact that like I was basically raised by Frieza, because you gotta remember, he was very young when he destroyed yeah. the planet. So I was raised by Frieza, I was raised to be like, cruel and evil, which is why you saw me kill Nappa like, you saw me kill my fellow Saiyans without a second thought Yeah. like, cause, even in the Saiyan hierarchy, because he was like, with Freeze all the time his, like, his cruel mentality made Vegeta even more cruel than a normal Saiyan would expect yeah, but, yeah uh, and another thing that, again, well, you touch on it Uh, earlier was just the the fact of like hey I'm uh sometimes you're the side character sometimes you're not the main you're not him you're not the main character
1: or at least just in a real life perspective supporting role if that's better
0: yeah yeah like sometimes you're in a more supporting role sometimes you're number two and Vegeta ends up like learning real quick like hey well learns like not real quick but like in the boost i'll go like hey i don't have to be number one Mm -hmm. i can be number two but that doesn't mean that like i have to like essentially stagnate in that role
1: i like how you mentioned that because i mean there's presidents there's vice presidents but that doesn't mean you can't be an elite vice president or like just like even like with jobs and different roles that we have in life just because you are your title or just like is subsidiary that doesn't mean you can't be a leader. at what you are and like that doesn't mean like you don't have your needs or like you have to put all of that to the side for someone else it just means in this specific role this is him and one thing that we have to give vegeta credit for is that he's a much better father than goku <laughs> y- yeah yeah and hus- at least hus- he's a much better husband because goku doesn't know what a kiss is
0: yeah yeah <laughs> Hey, that's what you get for being raised as a country bumpkin all your life, Goku. <laughs> you, you barely knew how to count at the age of 12.
1: Yeah. That's it was bullshit. actually sweet when um, Vegeta asked to hold his daughter. That was actually a really sweet moment. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It was
0: like, and these are things that you don't really get because, like, in Dragon Ball, you mostly focus on fighting, right? But yeah. there are a lot of inner personal moments without the fighting that are like, really?
1: uh. Uh-huh. You know, so that's why I really love just doing character studies, taking the time to take a step back. We focus on one character, not the whole big story, but just like how they develop their big moments and just like the growth of it. And it really add, you see how much it adds to the story and also how much the authors and storytellers take in letting that character grow. So I, I really enjoyed doing this one. Yep, I sure did,
0: too, because, again, Vegeta is one of my favorite characters in Dragon Ball. So I have to.
1: Give him his props. And also to fans, if you watch Black Panther, the Killmonger's outfit is inspired by Vegeta. Yes, sir. <laughs> so yes, sir. so he's definitely one of the most popular characters, period. So going from there, we are going to go straight into recommendations. Uh, we gave a lot of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and Super recommendations. Anything else you got?
0: I mean... Like for Vegeta, yeah, like Vegeta has like really great moments uh, in the series, but I'm just gonna give you like recommendation for other animes where the number two has like really is really super solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, firstly, as we mentioned earlier, Avatar: The Last Airbender, yep, is amazing. Goated. Uh, I, I don't need to say no more, and you can find those where. Wherever you
1: can, those are having movies.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, the movies are coming out, so I'm,
1: I'm, I'm hyped. The uh, only movies that exist for those. Wait,
0: there, there are others.
1: No, I mean the ones that are coming out are the only ones that will exist in the future <laughs> and oh, have cool. exist.
0: Oh, cool, cool. And I think there's a Zuko one that's specifically coming out too. Ooh, nice. I just saw like a poster with Zuko. I'm like, oh, snap. Uh, but yeah, there's that. I also like to mention One Piece. With Mm -hmm. the character of Rona Zoro even though this man gets lost everywhere uh he's, he's a great number two uh another show where like the number two is almost as good if not better than the number one I would have to give it to My Hero Academia with the relationship of Deku and Bakugo yep especially after this last episode Dang, he did beat him so
1: that is one thing yeah yeah, he did beat him, but was Deku holding back the whole time? Hmm. I mean, he, Deku always has to hold back, but we're going to have an episode that kind of touches on a lot of a lot of these number twos. Anything else I know? Naruto and Sasuke is one that I mentioned.
0: Yeah, of course. Naruto and Sasuke and in Bleach, I'm going to say Ichigo and Grimjow is more.
1: Mm. They are a better duo than Ichigo and Renji. I was thinking of Uryu, honestly, but you that's a good point that you mentioned Grimjow yeah well it well bleach has a bunch of number twos actually yeah
0: yeah So you can take your pick of anyone i choose grim job because he's he's the one who gets the most dubs that's that's true if you put kenpachi at number two no nah, kenpachi's <laughs> kenpachi's something else he is not number one or number two he is zero
1: he is him <laughs> he is him i do not want to disrespect that man that's that's fair and yeah so that's that's good i i'm trying to think if there's any oh blue lock (laughs) oh my bocce goat (laughs) oh and speaking of sports anime another one um it's literally the premise of it but kuroko's uh basketball it's literally a 1a 1b situation so that's definitely one but i i like that uh so with that we're wrapping up any plugs you want to get to uh yes. Yeah, so of course we got ourselves our plugs, which
0: include our Instagram and Twitter, which is at blurredcity City22. And then we have ourselves our YouTube and Patreon, which is BlurredCityPod. City Pod. That's where you can with the Patreon you can uh give us some some donations in order to give us some special get access to special episodes and stuff that you may or may not ever see on the main channel and then we have ourselves our discord which is linked in our instagram page fun little community where we post memes and post updates to our general vids and as well as submit questions for geek out questions for our q a's geek out freak out, random fan theories if and all the above and then finally we have our email which is blurtsy22 at gmail.com where you can submit those aforementioned things as well so Finally, I have my personal a TikTok page which is The Rogue Jedi 21. I just posted something really funny which at the time of this video I may have posted something else, uh but at the time of recording I posted something for Friday the 13th. Uh <laughs> so go check that out and yeah, that's all I had. Do you
1: have anything? Yep, for my individual author pages, you can catch my Instagram at Mitri underscore dash and my Twitter at the Matt dash 16. So, just wrapping up everything. Um, again, like, subscribe, turn notifications on, share it with people. We really just want to keep the Blair City growing. Moving forward, what you have to look forward to, we're going to get a little bit mutated, if you will uh <laughs> so next week we're gonna have uh intro to x-men so just like a big overview of the x-men mutants in general from that perspective and then we're gonna wrap up the month slightly going into february with the x-men or mutant draft haven't decided the rules yet but that's gonna be really fun so stick and stay tuned any words of encouragement Ah uh, yes so just know that like when you're
0: when you're in life uh just know that like sometimes your pride ain't worth it uh, when you're dealing with situations and you want to like go at it on your own or like you think you're the best in the scenario take take a minute and just it take just a few moments just to reflect and just think over your possibility or your situation because you may find out that like you might actually be the hindrance or you may actually make situations worse so you can go through life like if you think you're feeling your pride flare up, then chill out.
1: Okay, cool. For me, um, to share, just even if you believe that you're in a situation where you're number two, stay true to you. Um, just like Vegeta did, stay true to his values, even though, like we said, pride can get to you, but like you know who you are better than almost anyone else, uh walking this earth. So just like stick to your values, stick to your guns and just be your best self and that's okay sometimes because you are the main character in your own story so moving forward we're gonna leave you as we always do it's not goodbye forever it's just goodbye for now and that's the Blair city podcast see you later